continuing with the third part of our series, How Do You Connect with God? And as we have been reading, looking at Psalm 100, the psalm writer instructs us to shout to the Lord, worship the Lord. It tells us that, it tells us to, to worship the Lord with, with gladness and tells us how. Come before him with um, joyful songs. Why? Because we have to know the Lord, he is God. And, and I want to say that the connotation, the meaning behind all of this, the writer wants us to connect with God. And if you remember, as we just do a little review, I told you that we have different ways of connecting with God. And you remember that we're talking about the nine pathways written by the author Gary Thomas in his book called, titled Sacred Pathways. And he has come up with nine. And I thought it would be good for us to uh, look at those because I wanted everyone to understand that um, we don't worship God. We don't connect with God all in the same way. Some people may have a thought that I have to uh, connect with God this way. I've got to pray. I've got to read my Bible. I've got to do this at this time. And if I don't do it in this manner, in this way, something's wrong with me. But we're finding out that there are different ways to connect with God. There are different ways where you fail, feel his closeness. Am I right about it? You can respond to me. I want to make sure we're we're all on the same page here. Is that it? Amen. Amen. Thank you, D. Thank you. Thank you. And talk back to me. I know we, we muted, yeah. but 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 you can talk back to me. Can I mute when need you to talk back? You know, as a black church, we talk, we talk back. Y'all let me know how I'm doing. You, you, the, the congregation lets the preacher know how they're doing. Amen. They say amen. And if I'm getting ready to go off the rails, you say, watch it now. Watch it. You see, when 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 I'm right on point, keep with it. Keep with it. See, need you to talk, talk back to me now. Right. And so, how do you connect <laughs> with God? And I'm so I'm going to ask. We've talked about six ways, six different pathways. Natural. Um. Okay. So I'm going to ask. Oh, EF. All right. So, so, so go right ahead. What are the six pathways? So far. Yeah. EF. Well, natural. Uh, naturalist. Hmm. Meditation. Uh, well, it's, uh, that's okay. Anybody want to help EF out? Worship. Uh, we're going to go with the naturalist. You got it. That that person likes the outdoor, like to worship God's outdoor. Worship the um his the fact of his creation. Worshiping fact of his creation. He likes to worship outdoors. Nature's what really helps them. Connect with God. Somebody give me something else. We had we had naturalists. Sensei. Sensei. Uh, Pastor G, can you tell me a little bit about the sensei? We feel connected to God through our senses, such as songs, art, things we we um touch, the things we eat. Uh, <laughs> we feel it's, it's, it's through your senses. Very good. Very good. Very good. I uh, what, what's the next one? Somebody else? Traditionalist. Ah, tradition. Somebody said traditionalist? Traditionalist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, tell me about the traditionalist. Communicates through rituals. Things that you remember from childhood or through rituals. Um, Like what things? What, could you give me a... Remember? Um, like you communicate like when if you were things that you did when you were growing up that you remember that were important, like um like the ritual of say doing your Bible at a certain time or having certain songs like hymns, certain singing certain hymns, 
doing certain things like you might have done in church uh-huh. um, when you were growing up, uh-huh. um, certain rituals that you did, but that were traditions, certain traditions your family may have had certain around Christianity or uh, when you were growing up in Christ, but certain traditions and that you communicated with God and felt close to God through those rituals through and traditions. Those, ah, you like to remember. Thank you, Lady D. All right, we got the first three. Um, what was the next one? Eccentric. I'm not pronouncing it right. Except, eccentric. Well, well, you know what? I'm going to give you that one because there's something before that, but we'll talk about it. But okay, ascetic. Uh, I had that as number four. Ascetic. Okay, ascetic. That's right. I'm sorry. Ascetic. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. number four. Ascetic. What? Tell me about that, Dickie K. Is a person like they like to be alone with God in silence. Don't want to be. Don't necessarily have to be around a crowd, but they want to love being like to themselves in silence. No music playing. No type of noise. Just being quiet and being along with God. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What was next? Amen. The, uh, the activist. <laughs> All right, Deacon Dixon, tell me about the All activist. Right. Okay. All right. When you're an activist, you know, you love God through, like, um, confrontation in a sense that, um, you know, uh, me in particular, I despise the way the the government um run have policies and things that affect poor people minorities um people in geographic areas um mm-hmm. and people that are under underserved underprivileged um the poor the needy like you know um and and, and you know and I, I find myself being an activist through prayer I always praying about God to you know talk to these politicians fix their hearts like you know do something you know, um, to fix these problems that that we are faced with every day, we see it every day in the news. So, uh, in a sense, the activists—that's a form of talking to God, like through your, through me and my personal prayers and how I talk to God. But, and you're right, Pastor. I am challenged to maybe write my congressman, you know, and and tell them, you know, what you're gonna do if you ain't gonna do it, quit. Just get just just, just stop and let somebody else do it who care about people. <laughs> Amen. See, you feel connected. Thank you, Deacon Dixon. Yes. Um, feeling connected. You see these different pathways, and 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 then what's what's the last one we talked about? We ended it last week with anybody remember? Caregiver. 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 Tell me about the caregiver. Well, Deacon King. I don't. A caregiver is, is has service and compassion. They feel close to God when they're when they're caring for the sick person or caring for somebody just just can't maybe do something for themselves at that particular time. They they just jump right in and do what they can to help that person. Amen. 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 Thank you, Deacon Kane. That's it. And you're feeling close to God. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw a question out there. Can you have more than one pathway? Yes. Yes. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And and today, we're going to look at three more, which will end the series. And you might identify. So if you feel like you identify, uh, please signify and, and let me know in what way and what ex- how you experience and you experience with it. And so... The next one, thank you so very much. And again, we talked about no one pathway is better than the other. I'm going to say that again. No one pathway is better than the other. Because we all connect to God in different ways. There's a yearning that you have, a certain way that you have, a passion that you have with the way you connect with God. And that's great. There might be different Pathways that you use, it might be more than one. But it may not be the same as your neighbor, as the members of Agape. So today, the next pathway, we want to look at the enthusiast. The enthusiast. Now, as I was 
studying this, I said, some of these may sound familiar. It's like, yeah, I do that. Well, then we talk about it in another <laughs> one. But I'm going to tell you about the enthusiast, how, how Gary Thomas describes the enthusiast, an overview. You are loving God with magic, mystery, and celebration. The words celebration and joy are a very appealing to me. I, I'm going to go <laughs> think about this. If this is your thought, I would enjoy attending a workshop on learning to worship through dance or a workshop session with contemporary music. Uh, not only that, I expect that God is going to move in some unexpected ways. That's an enthusiast. I'm going to say this. If you're an enthusiast, you definitely are an extrovert. You are not an introvert. You are an extrovert. You like to be with people. In fact, you like to get with the people of God. You like to pray with the people of God and expect God to move in a supernatural way. Ooh, enthusiast. Watch this. And remember I said that Jesus, he exhibited all the pathways. He was into celebratory. He loved to celebrate. And, and didn't Yahweh in the Old Testament set up a whole bunch of celebrations for the nation of Israel? He didn't do anything, but they were celebrating all the time. And do you remember when Jesus came through and, and riding on that cult and, 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 and the people, the triumphant entry, and the people were shouting, but there were some religious leaders who thought they were making too much noise. And what did Jesus say in Luke 19, 40? If you keep these quiet, these folk quiet, what's going to happen? The very rocks. An enthusiast. Are you an enthusiast? You got to be careful because an enthusiast looks for signs and wonders. You know, sometimes, you know, now I know some of you and you shared it. You've had dreams, but this enthusiast looking for dreams. They, they love to have dreams. And of course, I tell you, you know, if it's significant and I have, and I'm saying this to myself, you got to write it down because if you don't write it down, you'll forget it. But they look for dreams. And matter of fact, an enthusiast is always looking for the positive side. No matter how bad it looks, the enthusiast always comes with a word of encouragement, believing <laughs> God is going to move no matter what. Are you an enthusiast today? They're always looking for God to move in a supernatural way. You remember in Acts chapter 2, what happened on the day of Pentecost? Signs and wonders. And after that, when the church was formed, the apostles, as they went out, they performed signs and wonders. Didn't Jesus perform signs and wonders? This enthusiast, but you really love celebrating and you love loving God with mystery and celebration. Always looking to get with the people of God, to celebrate God. I have any enthusiasts today? Anybody? Absolutely. All right, Lady D, tell us. Bishop. All right, Lady D, tell us your experience. You said absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely am one who's looking for God to move in a positive way all the time. And uh, I don't know always wanting to be around people. I said, unless I'm a partial enthusiast, but um, but I do. I love to. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to be uh, um, seeing what God is going to do 
and I love just I enjoy doing fun and celebratory kinds of things. I think it's just I think we should be doing that all the time. You know, that's one of our weapons, joy, joy and praise and all these things. So, yeah. Do you believe God to move in a supernatural way? Absolutely. He created the earth, didn't he? Hey, look um, for it, baby. Um, and I, you know, I have to say, I'm, this is not just um, being biased, but Lady D. Das, she looks for, she has said some things to me. And I was like, I don't know how this is going to work out. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. Watch God move. And show sure enough, he has moved. Anybody else? Got any other takers? Anybody else who's an enthusiast? Um, yeah, Pastor. Uh, um, I, I, I'm like Lady D a little bit. I'm partial because I, I, don't, I don't always look forward to being around a whole bunch of people, you know, because I, I would say that my extra, my introvert spirit that I have. But the... um. What it says, the signs and wonders. Oh yeah, I look for them, especially when it comes to um people's problems. Like any, I don't just don't believe that any problem is not fixable. You know what I'm saying? I believe all of them are. You know, e even even death, man. Like even in, in death, is something good gonna come out of that. So so I'm 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 enthused about whatever the situation may present itself to be death defying. Whatever you know, you think it's just um you you just 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 at your wits of wit, it's not going to turn the way you think it should. But I'm a, I'm happy to celebrate that it is, and, and you just gotta like wait, watch, and see. Especially when it comes to um healing somebody from a cancer, or or or, or a problem that's just eats so eats away at them. I just see that it's going to be a brighter day. It's coming. <laughs> hey man, thank you, Deacon Dixon. Thank you. See, I didn't know you were enthusiasts. See, I put yeah, the label. What yeah. did you do? And yeah. that's the way you connect with God. Anybody else? Thank you, D. All righty. All righty. We talking enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. Please don't be shy. That's the way you worship him? That's a beautiful thing. Now, I never thought of it that way, Pastor. Oh, Bishop. Okay. But... Uh... Guess I'm going to have to own up to that a little bit. <laughs> and little bit is an understatement. I've been teaching myself not to try to make everything a positive thing. <laughs> because uh -huh. some, some things just aren't. But I tend to look for, I think, I, I see it. I see the positive right away most of the time. Be you, be you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think so, but I, 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 uh, this, this is interesting. This is very interesting because that, that would be me. I do expect, um, God to move in a supernatural way because he, that's him. If he was like us, that would be different. It'd be a, something outstanding, but miracles are his business. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Bishop. Uh I had this interesting thing. I do believe, I believe we all are a little enthusiasts in some way because we all believe in, I mean, well, I guess I have to speak for myself, believe in signs and wonders. I believe that if I ask God for something, I'm expecting something to happen. And usually when I do, I, do, I will see it in some way. I may not see it today, may not see it tomorrow. It may be a month or so before I see it, but I always see it. God always shows. So I do believe, I think we are all enthusiasts in, in that way. Well, we can be. And thank you, Deacon Kane. And he mm -hmm. may show some parts of it, some aspects of it. What I'm talking about, and also be think about what jumps off at the page. It's like, oh, that's me. This is what I do. This is really, it's not that you don't have the, some characteristics, but this is how I truly connect with God. This is, this is my number one. And remember, we can have different pathways. It's not just one. So yeah. So some an enthusiast. 
But there, yeah, there. Pastor, I think I think that's my number one, even more see? than the other ones. See, see what I mean? Yeah. So, let's see, see that that's that's what really that's how you really connect with God. And I want to mm -hmm. tap into how you connect with God. It may be the other ones as well, which is great, which is wonderful. But some people don't want to be outside looking at creation, okay? That's just not it. It's just, no. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with it. But for that naturalist, oh, man, they in heaven. Give them a lake. Give her, give her a park with a bench. They in. But it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful, enthusiast, loving God with mystery and celebration. Anybody else before I move on? Our next pathway, the eighth pathway. The word is contemplatives, contemplatives. Now, this pathway, the individual is loving God through adoration. Loving God through adoration. Let me tell you what the buzzwords are for a contemplative one. Lover, intimacy, and heart are very appealing to me. When I think of God, I think of love, friendship, and adoration more than anything else. That would be me. <laughs> I was getting ready to say that was, that was passenger. <laughs> Contemplatives. It's like this. In Psalm 63, what David, how he poured out his heart, he said, you, God, are my God. Earnestly will I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land. Contemplative. I'm going to say it's even more than just just being ascetic? Because when I saw that, I said, it's like being ascetic. Yeah, but this is like, you just want to hang out with the Lord all day long. That's it. You and God, and that's it. Loving him all day long. And watch this. What do lovers have? What does that intimacy have? They have secrets. You share your secrets with God. And watch this. He shares his secrets with you because you watch what he moves when he moves on your behalf. And you know he's moved on your behalf, whether it was for you or someone you were praying for. He 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 shares his secrets. And you know you can share his secrets, your secrets with him. Contemplatives. Pastor, I don't know. Contemplatives <laughs> is right up there. <laughs> It's right up there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I've got some secrets now. Any contemplators, any other contemplators in the house? Sorry, Bishop, we have some more. We have more than one. It's fine. But you told us enthusiasts is number one. Um, any other takers with I immediately thought of Pastor G. When you were talking about it, I said, oh, that's Pastor G. But as you kept talking, I said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Lord, I love you. But it's so hard. It's like when you have when you think of more than one. But I immediately thought of Pastor G about this one. But I thought yeah. I said, Lord, I love you like that, too. So how do you how do you be more than one? Okay, B. It can't see the different ways that you connect with God. It's a beautiful thing. Put it to you this way. I told you. That Jesus exhibited all. So if he exhibited all the pathways, it's possible that we have more than one pathway as well. Mm -hmm. There were times when he was ascetic. 
he got along with God to pray. There was a time when he would be an enthusiast where he celebrated. There was a time he would be a naturalist. He would be outdoors and he would talk about things outdoors and what God created. There was a time he did those things. So, any other contemplators in the house? Um, I can say I'm a contemplator. Oh, Sister Marquita, <laughs> go ahead. Um, he tells me things um to better understand um a lot that's going on in this world. He even told me the five horsemen is actually amongst us. That's why so much that's going on. Um, but he talks to me about um people. He shows me people that's not, you know, has the, you know, just not right. And he actually warns me about them. Sometimes I even throw up when I'm around people that's negative. So I mean, he shares a lot of things that um. I write down, he he tells me what's about to go on, like a new world order. And, you know, he tells me things have to get worse before it gets better. So, you know, I can say that I went to that. And Makita, you you have intimate time with the Lord, with God? Yes, I do. I mean, um, I'm an um, introvert, but I mean, he does speak to me about um, because I don't go out. He tells me to like um, put music in my... Uh, I have earpods. He tells me to listen to music and dance when I'm like feeling like alone and stuff. Cause that's how you summon Holy spirits. And when you start crying, that's actually um God's presence because his aura is so strong. So, right. he, you know, things like that. Okay. Thank you, Marquita. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you. Anybody else? Any other takers of being contemplative? All right, you contemplatives. I'm gonna take it for another take take you to a, another level. You know how you can share your secrets with God, and don't forget that I always talk about us being image bearers, right? We share our secrets with God. He does things for us, and it's really something. To those of you who um, have relationship. When I saw this, I thought about this intimacy. And I, I don't know if I shared this with you at church, but I, I love to talk about it because I was so taken back by it and really awed by it. And as you know, my wife and I have been married 31 years, but I never forgot when I sent her on a treasure hunt. And she started looking and I gave clues and she started looking and started looking. It took all the day because she went to work, came home, tore the house apart looking for this treasure. I gave her a little gift and sent clues, secrets, if you would. But to see the look on her face and to look for this treasure, to look, you know, her husband was giving her this treasure. Imagine that kind of intimacy. We've got that intimacy with God. It says he's what? Here's a reward of them that do what? Diligently. Seek him. Seek him. So um, contemplators, I want to, I want to, I want to step it up for you. You know, as God does things for us, I'm going to encourage you. You may have done this. I am going to encourage you to do things in secret for others. Sending someone an anonymous gift. Um, how about writing a, has any of you ever wrote a poem or letter to God? Um, anybody do something to help someone else and they don't know you did it? Maybe you helped someone get a job and somehow you were able to be the catalyst, but they don't know you did it. You did it in secret. Doing something that might help someone else, but you do it in secret and they have no idea what you did. Jesus, in Mark 8, 26, do you remember what he did? He healed the man and told him, 
Don't tell anybody about it. Remember? How many times Jairus' daughter told mom and dad after she rose up, he said, don't tell anybody. How many times did Jesus do things in secret? Many times. So contemplatives, I'm going to challenge you to do that. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep loving on God. But also keep doing, do some secret things for folk. Folk that you know are in need. Maybe the people down the block having a hard way. You buy them groceries, put, them on the, put it on the door and leave. Or ring the bell and run. Whatever God lays on your heart. Is everybody understanding what I'm saying? That would be a yes. Yes. Or an emoji or something. Yes. Amen. Amen. A yes. Told Amen. you we a black church has to need some talk back. Now, if you tell me. You know, stay with it. I'm good. But if you, if you tell me, watch it now. Watch it now. I know I'm getting ready to go off the rails. Hallelujah. Stay with uh, it. Amen. Amen. Then finally, our ninth and our last, last pathway. Are you an intellectual? And let me be real clear. You're loving God with the mind. And when I say being an intellectual, I am not talking about your IQ level. But you feel closely connected with God when you find out something new. The words about God, the words, concepts, and truth are appealing to me. This individual loves to study proper doctrine. <laughs> and the Christian faith. Their mind is stimulated when discovering a new concept regarding the faith. Let me put it in perspective. A contemplative, they basking in God's love. Contrast that with an intellectual, they bask in wrestling with a difficult portion of scripture. Are you hearing me today? Are you hearing me today? Both pathways are ways to connect with God. Watch this, um, intellectuals. There's nothing wrong connecting with God by having your head in a book studying about the Christian faith. Are you hearing me today? Every time you look up, you're reading about something. Christian history, this, that, or the other. You're studying about the Christian faith. You're you're reading Augustine. You're you're reading Origin. You're you're reading about about the Middle Ages. You're reading a portion of Scripture that really you started reading, and all of a sudden, I don't understand. And now you want to stay there. You want to stay with it till you get it. You like wrestling. It stimulates your mind. But I also stop by to tell you, you are connecting with God. Do I have any intellectuals in the house today? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Do share, Deacon Dixon. Thank you. Well, um, I'm I'm intellectual in the mind when it comes to reading scripture. Um, like I know that when I read it, it's, it's something else there. Like, for example, when um, Jesus was walking, he seen the fig tree. He said, you'll grow no more. And I'm like, why would he do that? You know, <laughs> and it took me on, you know, wanting to ask so many questions about what is the fig tree symbolic of and what, um, you know, why would he take something that's so delicious, you know, that bears a, such a good fruit. And he ended and he'll say no more. You know, he said, you go, you get no more. But. 
And also, too, when um, Jesus was sacrificed with 30 pieces of, uh, of silver. And I'm like, that's all, you know. And so I, I'm, these these little nuggets take me take me somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and I'd be like, I'd be like. And also when he said, I sent your I sent my your redemption is here. I sent my salvation. And I'm so like, wow, everybody don't understand that. You know, it, it's here. He get, it's, it, it reads right here. It is here, but you got so many people don't believe it. So I'm I'm in my mind all the time with the things he you know he written down and it's right there in front of you and um and it just takes me places and um I I guess um the mother books that's going to come along with it and even when you do the Greek um your little Greek uh end, ending at the end of the every certain every Hebrew, Hebrew yes you you do your Hebrew at the every church service and I'm like. Mm. What, what 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 do you mean by all those those Hebrew words and <laughs> with all those kaka and ah? <laughs> so that's it. I'm just it, it just the word of God just takes me, just drives me. It's like it's even though you read what you read, that's that faith underneath it that takes me to where I, what I need to discover. And his new discoveries is mind blowing. Amen. See, that's the intellectual, y'all. Read the scripture. Some of us read through scripture. Deacon Dixon read through scripture. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, what does that mean? What, what you talking about? No, 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 no. Back it up for a minute. I, I'm trying to understand what, what does that mean? See, see, that's an intellectual, y'all. That's a passion that, 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 that just wells up. A way to connect with God. Any takers, any other takers, any other intellectuals, in the house. Yes. I never thought my pursuit <laughs> of knowledge was a way of connecting with God. I just thought it was part of my love of learning. I had no idea that, I, 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 you know, I'm researching just how we got our Bible and church history and all of that. And I'm always doing it. Always. I can't believe it. I can't believe of it as a way of connecting with God. I would agree with Bishop. I'm also, I feel that I am also because I love the mystery of the gospel. I love it. And finding out new things and how it ties into other things. But for me, it points back to just thinking about God and those secrets. So I never thought of it that way. Ah, see? See how you've been connecting with God? Just putting a label on it for you. And I want you to know that okay, so if you've not been doing your your routine Bible study and the prayer, but you have been connecting other ways, you are still connecting with God. Yes, it's important to read God's word. Yes, it's important to pray. Because in all those, those in all of the pathways, somewhere you're gonna pray. Like the the enthusiasts, they wanna pray and they wanna get rid of a whole bunch of people and pray and watch. God moves supernaturally. Oh, yeah, that's what they want to do. But but I'm going to tell you, it all points back to God. It all points back to us connecting. It all points back to having a relationship. And it all points back to what Pastor G had preached, oh, I don't know how many years ago, but intimacy with God. You know, Pastor, Pastor, I think what is really making me take note is I could be on any one of those ways of connecting with God. And in the middle of being involved on whatever level that is, it will lead me to worship. It it will take me, I will be... I will be led to worship sometime in caring for others, sometime in, in um, especially the intellectual pursuits. I'll be reading something and get that that supernatural touch. That's why I say enthusiast. But that supernatural touch will come, and they will lead me to worship. Shout for joy to the Lord. Yes. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful song. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. And we are his. We are his people. The sheep of his 
pasture. Yes. Do you see how we can have these pathways? And in, I, I'm encouraging you as I draw this message to a close, I'm, I'm going to encourage you. Did I speak on a pathway that, eh, I never thought of that. Nah. I'm going to encourage you. Think about it. Pick a pathway. Stay in the one, continue to cultivate the one or ones that you know about, that you thrive in. And then I'm going to challenge you to take a pathway in which you're not comfortable and then take it and start working in that pathway. Got any takers in the house? Got any takers in the house? Let me tell you, if it's not your pathway, when I've been talking, maybe you said, ah, that's not me. If I, if you said that in any of those pathways, uh, I'm going to encourage you, take that pathway. Start working in that pathway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of the things I did not talk about as I was listening to the listening to you all, I would say I believe I'm an enthusiast and I also believe um I like the um intellectual. Not just because um I'm in school right now, but I do like finding out about God's word and do like asking questions. I'm accused a lot of that asking questions and 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 I like seeing what did you mean by that, Lord? How did, huh? How come asking those questions? And I do like looking those things over, and I do love to see. Um, I like to look at where we've come from, how our Christian faith developed. Why do I believe what I believe? Where, what is I taught? Where did that come from? And, and then let God open the scriptures, and then reading other authors, Christian authors, and, and seeing where they are. I really love doing that. The other thing some intellectuals will wind up being, some will be apologetics. Defending of the faith. Now please understand, it's great to be a defender of faith. But as um, Paul told Timothy, don't get caught up with a whole bunch of stuff. Foolish questions. <laughs> don't get caught up in all that. And intellectuals, I have the verse of scripture tells us in Proverbs, you know, gain understanding. It's nothing wrong with knowing, be, having your head in the book, gaining understanding. It's your pathway. Is there anyone under the sound of my voice that didn't understand what I said today? We have talked about nine. Please don't be shy because I, I, I really want you walking away, knowing your pathway and work in that pathway. If you have one, that's fine. Work that. And I'm going to encourage you to do others. If you have six, great. Work on one of the other three. If you have two, work on one of the seven. We've talked about nine different pathways. Ways we can connect with God. Excuse me, Pastor. Hey. Yes, will will um will the nine list of all these pathways be available that way we all can to those who didn't really get maybe the first six or you know that way we can really sit down and you know I I jotted down some notes and everything I, I'm 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 hitting my wife up I know she got all of them but if there is it available for everybody to really look at each one you know. And a list will be a list available. I'll tell you what I'll do, Deacon Dixon. Um, I probably, I don't type fast. Um, but someone who has all, does someone have all the nine pathways? I got it. I'm going to ask if you'll put it in the chat. And I will also put it in the church text. D, is that good? Okay. Okay, cool. Thank you for that. Remember what Psalm 100 
1 through 3 tells us. God wants us to connect with him on a deep and personal level. What are your pathways? I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice really were able, I hope I was able to, for some of you to relieve you, to let you see the different ways you can connect with God. And maybe you've been connecting with God that way and didn't realize, oh, I connect with God. Oh, that's wonderful. For some, you've been connected with God, but didn't look at it. Oh, that's a way of connecting with God. You said, this, this is what I do. I, I, I didn't realize. Now, you, now you, if you don't know, prayerfully, now you know. And for some of you who've never even thought about it, I hope I've whetted your appetite mm -hmm. to begin to seek out some of these pathways because there are certain ways we can connect with God. God is waiting. He's desiring to have relationship, not just a, 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 a fling, but he wants an ongoing, deep, intimate, personal relationship. How do you connect with him? Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. and Thank you for Gary Thomas who didn't think robbery to write those in the nine pathways. I'm sure if we go on and explore there other ways, but he sketched out a ways that we've been connecting and can connect with you and didn't maybe think about it that way. But I pray, God, that everyone under the sound of my voice will cultivate their way that they connect with you and seek to look at other ways, pathways they can connect with you. That their walk would be so intimate that they will have, this is my prayer, Lord, that their walk will be so intimate like Moses. Their walk will be so intimate like Abraham. They'll have that kind of walk. And you'll call them your friends like you call Moses your friend. In Jesus' name. Jesus called his disciples that no longer call you servants but friends. <laughs> and a friend loveth at all, loveth at all times. And as Father, we develop our relationship and our intimacy with you, that we would be image bearers and develop and cultivate relationships with others so that others will be able to experience the kingdom of heaven on earth right now before we get together. And you call us home when we raptured up and be all together. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, for hearing this prayer, and I honor you. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, 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 and amen. Before um, I have you mute your video, um, I'd just like to ask if there's anyone in this room, we were talking about connecting with God. But the way to connect, the way you start connecting is you must come to him. The Bible says that God loved us so much that he sent his son into the world to die for us. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have ever lasting life. That's the start of the relationship. You must come to God by acknowledging the one you are sinner. 
Two, ask him to forgive you of your sins and ask him to come into your heart. The Bible says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Watch this. With the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Paul is just saying, Lord, I, I want to have relationship with you. Forgive me of my sins. And I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. Please come into my heart. And it's right that moment you start that beautiful relationship with God. If there's anyone who would like to accept Jesus Christ today, he's their personal savior. I give you an opportunity. Are you here today? Are you here today?